Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. It's a happening. What's up? <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is our second episode, so uh, we made it through the first one. We appreciate all the support. You guys were great. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. So last uh, episode, obviously, we're staying with the same topic, which is confidence, different ways, tips, tricks, um, ways to harness it, ways to show it, ways to feel it, ways to grow it. So we talked a little bit about um, the importance of getting things done and how you can build confidence by completing tasks, um, by setting goals, by following through, by being true to your word, um, all those small, small things that we generally don't give enough credit to and we don't think impacts our confidence uh, really does. So um, this, this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of tracking your progress. Now, why is tracking your progress so important? We've already identified that achieving confidence can be hap can happen by achieving goals, right? So building your confidence, achieving goals or accomplishments. But in order to do that, we need to stay on track, right? We can't see the end. We can't get to the finish line if we fall off halfway through. Yeah. So the, the glue that holds all of this concept together is keeping on track and staying motivated through the entire duration of whatever your goal might be. Now, in order to stay on track, you need to stay motivated, as I said. And the only way to stay motivated is to see our progress. If we do not see the progress, chances of us continuing, we feel like there's no rhyme or reason. We feel like it's not getting anywhere. There's no point. And that is a catalyst to falling off the, the wagon, the mm -hmm. goal wagon. Okay? So in order to see the progress, we must track it. So today I want to dive in a little bit on best practices for setting goals, how to track goals, um, how to, you know, visualize and really create um, positive intent for yourself, how the law of attraction kind of works with us, um, and then kind of let you guys know how we've done it in our own personal lives. Yeah, achieving what you want isn't all about getting from where you are to where you want to be. It's about breaking that apart and reaching for smaller goals and trying to achieve little bits and pieces that add up to the bigger picture, right? Exactly, exactly. So to start this process... Let's talk about goal setting in general, okay? We all do it. We all think about it. We all, you know, whether it's a daily goal, whether it's an hourly goal, a <laughs> weekly goal, a yearly goal. Sometimes, have you, let me ask this question. Has anyone ever been to a seminar or, you know, you've been part of um, some sort of uh, group, 
right, where they're asking you guys a question and it's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. I still struggle answering that question. That is too much time away from right now, right? That is like five years, ten. I remember even in high school, like, where do you see yourself in ten years? Man, the shit I wrote down in high school as to where I saw myself in ten years <laughs> compared to, like, where I actually am now ten years later, my head was up my ass so far, I had no idea what life was. Are you kidding? Friends will ask me what I'm doing come Saturday. I'm yes. like, dude, it's, it's only, what, Wednesday, Thursday? Yes. Like, I don't know what I'm doing two, three days from now. I don't know where I'm going to be. What do you mean? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, sometimes thinking too far ahead head can be daunting where it is good to have an idea right like I'd like to not be homeless in five years I'd like to still own a vehicle and a house in five years but when we get down to the nitty-gritty of you know where we are going to be financially where we are going to be uh, physically mentally emotionally sometimes if the the time lapse from when the question is being asked to when the projection projected end date is it can be a little bit overwhelming just lost in the sauce a little lost in the sauce right (laughs) a lot can change so first things first we want to make sure that the goal is time sensitive and it does not overwhelm you okay it should not deter you the minute you set it okay you shouldn't in your gut be like yeah I'm gonna do that oh fuck it's gonna be hard that should not (laughs) those two concepts should not happen in the same breath or the same headspace all right so In order to to set a goal, a proper goal, obviously we know we are going to use, like everywhere, we're going to use that SMART system, right? So S-M-A-R-T. Your goal needs to be specific. Your goal needs to be measurable. Your goal needs to be attainable. attainable. Your goal needs to be realistic and it needs to be time Time sensitive. sensitive. Okay. So if you are being real, real, real diligent right now, you've got a pen and a paper, write that down. S-M-A-R-T. Okay. If not, if you're driving, whatever you're doing, visualize this for me. We all have our own set of priorities. Everyone's life is different. Everyone's chaos is different. So no one's goal should be the same. No one's time frame should be the same because we all have different lives and different things of importance going on in our lives. Right, Amanda? Yeah. Okay. So off the top of your head, what are some of the most important things your everyday's need to happen? What is that list? And let's write that down. Number one right now is, it always has been, I'm a little bit of a workaholic, um, going to work, thinking about work, all my hobbies revolve around work, everything I like to do revolves around work, okay? So for me, work is number one. Um, Number two, maybe you've got children, maybe you've got family members that live with you that are important to you, and Mm -hmm. they, you know, if something happens in your life, if they call, you stop what you're doing and you go, right? So when I say Start to make, start to think about what's important to you. Maybe put it in that sense. If some, if the phone rings, what needs to be on the other end of that phone for you to stop everything and go? If you're at home and someone calls with a work crisis, are you like, yeah, fuck it, someone else will deal with it? <laughs> then work's probably not your number one priority, right? It's probably. But if you're like, oh shit, you stop what you're doing, you pack up the kids in the car, and we gots to go. Maybe it is your number one priority, okay? So, you know, if someone calls and there's a family emergency, are you like, yeah, well, I haven't talked to my mom in a month anyway. Someone else will deal with it. I got siblings for that. Or are you in the car racing to help, right? We've got work. Generally, we've got family, kids. Somewhere in there, we've got pets. I mean, they can't feed themselves and let themselves out, most of them, for poops and peas. (laughs) So they got to fall on the responsibility train somewhere there. Yeah. 
Um, we've got what amenities, maybe, you know, things that are important to you, like your vehicle or like things in your house, you know, maybe you have a very strong attachment to uh, personal belongings or personal items. And if something were to break or something were to go wrong, you would negotiate a workout, you would cancel your workout to deal with that. Yeah. Okay, you see where I'm getting at here? Mm-hmm. As we start to list the things that are important in our life, where does fitness fall? So write it all down on a daily basis. I go to work, I eat. Okay, eating is important. Feeding the kids is important. Feeding the pets is important. Being there for my family is important. Um, you know, working out is important. So it is there. Not, not everything can be number one, right? We can't give all of our energy to only one thing. We wouldn't be well-rounded. We wouldn't be able to, you know, get a lot done throughout the day. We can't be single track focused. Where does working out fall on your list? Is it number one? And by working out, that's all encompassing. I mean, your nutrition, your fitness habits, making time for your workout, not rescheduling the time for the workout, making food and actually eating the food. Where does your whole fitness goal journey um, decision to, to live it every single day, where does that fall? Is it number one? Is it number two? Realistically, is it number three or four? Take a second, write it down in order, and look at where it falls. Wherever it falls, if it is not your number one priority, we need to stop making goals with the intention that you have a 100% effort and attention to give to that fitness goal. We set ourselves up to fail all the time. When we're going to eat perfect, we're going to drink all of our water, we're going to take all of our supplements, we're going to work out six times a week for 45 minutes to an hour a day, I'm going to take the dog for four walks. You start to build this really big, beautiful idea of what you're going to accomplish on a daily, weekly, monthly basis because it falls in line with this crazy large goal that you've set for yourself. And then what happens? The kids get sick. Something, Someone gets injured. A parent needs you. Work stuff happens, shit happens, and you start to push all those goals to the bottom of the list. This is what I mean. If we cannot give 100%, if fitness does not fall number one on your list, stop making goals that need it to be number one. Let's start to be a little bit smarter. You like that? Okay. Let's start to be a little bit smarter with our goal setting and make it realistic to your life. That way, you're not setting yourself up to fail. That way, a week in, you're not like, fuck it, that's way too hard, I can't do it. We're trying to stay motivated in order to build confidence, and we need to make sure that we're on track in order to do that. Good? Yeah. Good. Okay. So, how do we go about setting that goal? So, let's start small, right? Like like I said, we don't want to pile seven things I need to do in a week in order to get this goal attained from Sunday to Sunday. Maybe this first week, it's just drinking two liters of water a day. Maybe okay. that's it, mm-hmm. okay? Because some, for some of you, that's a challenge in itself. For some, I cannot tell you how many people I've been coaching nutritionally for years and they still can't manage two liters of water a day, right? Maybe some of the days, but not all the days. So start with something like that, okay? Then the next week. So how we like to do this is if we can comply for a full seven days, we add something in. Yeah. If we were not able to comply for a full seven days, if on day three you shit the bed hard, If you started eating all the food you said you weren't going to eat three days ago, if you forgot to drink your water, if you forgot to take your supplements, if you already missed a workout three days in, then on day seven, we're not adding something in. Yeah, why are you going to add more to your plate if you can't handle it? Exactly. So adjusting when we need to, being very honest in our life, understanding where the goal falls on our priority list, 
These are all tools and tips that are going to help us stay focused and stay accountable. Okay, so if we if by day seven we haven't actually done what we thought we were going to do, we have no business progressing into week two. We're going to start over again. We're going to repeat day or week one and make that week two. And then once we've mastered week two, now we can start to add additional things. And maybe by week four, week five, week six, we are now actually prepping all of our food on Sundays, actually eating what's prepped in the fridge, actually drinking our water, and working out as often as we had anticipated, right? It's that consistency and that slow build in order not to get sidetracked, not to get defeated, and not to fall off the train that you've, you know, that you've derailed from the train. Good? Yep. Okay. So, Let's talk about how important it is to track this progress and understand that you do it in your life all the time, right? Like the the hardest part is to track. Everyone sets these goals and then they just fuck off and they forget about them. Yeah. You don't see an importance to like come back, rewind and look at what it is, right? That's why writing things down. I know journaling is a pain in the ass. It doesn't have to be formal, but like just jotting down what your intention was on Monday and checking back in on Sunday to see if you're still in the same headspace, right? Like at work. How many conversations did Amanda and I have on the couch, right? To this day, still. Okay, this is the goal, folks, right? I would be a terrible leader if I didn't set out goals for my staff. Yeah. Right? Not only would they probably be way, way, way less motivated throughout the month because they'd have no idea what was expected of them, right? Imagine wherever you work, them just not telling you what you're responsible for. It would be, the work would just be subpar. Exactly. Nothing would get accomplished. It would just be the baseline. Exactly, right? So first of all, I set goals. I set targets for my staff because it helps me build the business. Okay? I need to know that we're going to make more money this month than we made last month or else we're not growing and we're not going to survive. So we need to have a clear expectation at work of our goals, right? At home, you guys set expectations for your children. Here's the chores list. Okay, here's the schedule for homework, right? You have expectations for your kids on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. You have expectations for your spouse, I need you to take the kids here. I need you to do this. I need you to prep dinner. You guys work together. So you need to work together with your goal. Okay, this is no different. The fact that we think that we don't have to work as hard on something that is even more important and the worst part is we're self-driven, right? We can't get someone else to do it for us. I can't just, you know, tell Amanda she needs to work out and then I lose the calories, right? We can't (laughs) delegate our goal to someone else. The only person that can do it is you, which makes it so much harder and so much more important to track and stay motivated with it, okay? So I give Amanda and I give the staff, these are our goals. Number one, I give them the goals because we need to grow the business. Number two, it gives them purpose. It gives them a reason because they they know that they're in deep shit if these goals aren't met, right? So you need to have some accountability with these goals. Much like I hold my staff accountable, you hold your children and your spouse accountable, you hold your friends accountable, you need to hold yourself accountable. And it's not just delegating and asking what the goals are. It's not you telling your kids, okay, how much homework, this is how much homework I expect for you to get done. It's about you asking them what they expect of themselves. Sawyer has sat me down many times and goes, okay, projection for next month, what are you thinking? And I'll give her my goal. And for the most part, it was either a little lower than what she was expecting it to be or right right on target. Right on target. Because when you want everything with every atom in you, you'll strive to get it no matter what, right? For your kids, again, doing their homework. You can't sit here and expect them to do three hours of homework if they don't have three hours of homework right? Or if they don't want to do three hours of homework. So you sit them down. All right, guys, how much homework do you want to get done? Or how much homework do you think you're going to get done? 
And that makes them think about what they have in their hands and how to be time efficient with it. Yeah, exactly. Right. We, we expect all these things from other people and then we don't think that we need to expect the same from ourselves. Yeah. Or we think that's going to be easier, right? Like I don't know. We all work so hard when we go to work or most of us anyway, right? <laughs> we work hard at work. You earn, you earn your paycheck then we don't think we need to earn the results, right? Like most people are, no, they have no problem showing up to a class and getting their ass kicked for 45 minutes. But for those other 23 hours, they think what? Like all the work has been done in that 45 minute class? No. Right? So holding yourself accountable to the goals that you set, making sure that you have some sort of target and understanding that it's what we're all doing and we're all doing it in every facet of our life and this shouldn't be any different. Right? So let's talk law of attraction for a minute. Let's talk about the third reason we set targets. The third reason I sit my staff down, okay? We need to grow the business. You guys need to know what's what's expected of you. And we need to will that shit. We need to have the goal for the month on the forefront of our mind. It needs to fuel everything we do. Every free moment, we need to be thinking about how do I drive sales? What kind of promotion can we offer? How do we bring new bodies in? What can we you know, do to make this experience for our members better. That is what we are always thinking about. You need to be thinking about that if your goal is serious. But again, if your fitness journey is not the number one on your list of priorities, you're not going to give every moment of your day, every free waking hour that you have to thinking about it. So your goal needs to reflect that. You need to say, listen, realistically, I am going to attract, you know, I'm going to spend an hour of my workout. I'm going to spend, you know, 30 minutes prepping what I need for the day for food. I'm going to, you know, have some positive affirmation throughout the day. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to make sure my supplements are going in. These are things that are going to take time in your day. You need to make sure you have the time to do that. And you're not going to have the time to do that if you don't prep, right? If we don't have a staff meeting and talk about what the expectation is, if you don't sit down with your day planner or your journal or a scrap napkin, anything, and kind of look at what your day looks like, your week looks like, and schedule it in, attracting it to you, it's never going to work. It's never going to happen. Thinking about it only gets you so far. Exactly. Verbally speak it out into the universe. Yeah. We Just always say manifest that shit. Talking man. about working out burns zero calories, <laughs> right? But if you talk about it, if you write it down, if you make a plan, you'll get it done. Yeah. You'll make it happen. So we need to monitor our progress if we plan to be motivated and inspired by it. The more we see, the more changes we make, the more excited we are. If you have a cheat meal or if you fuck off for a weekend and you step on that scale and you see that number go up, most of you are like, fuck it, throw in the towel, I'm done. It didn't work. I'm over it. We don't set ourselves up for success that way. I need for you guys to stay focused, to stay motivated, and to make sure that your goal is attainable and make sure that anything that might derail you. I tell clients to put their scale in the garbage. If if you're attached to it financially and you don't want to throw it in the garbage, put it in a very inconvenient spot. Put it in your trunk, right? In the winter months, nobody's throwing on their fucking fuzzy slips in their night in their onesie and creeping out to their car. <laughs> in their bathrobe. Yeah, in their bathrobe, creeping out to their car knee deep of snow to grab their scale to step on it, right? I mean, some of you diehards might, but it's a good way to separate your obsession, right? Because we want to track appropriately. We want to track with photos. We want to track with a weekly or a bi-weekly weigh-in because the body is going to do some weird things and the body is going to hold water some months, some weeks. It's going to need extra water for... Um, 
recovery. The muscles are going to be swollen. The muscles are going to be absorbing. Periods are going to come. Sodium is going to elevate. You know, there's a bunch, a bunch, and bunch of reasons, not just I gained a pound of fat. That's not the only reason why the number on the scale goes up. And unless you have a scale that can show you exactly what that is, it can often be a deterrent. So in addition to setting your goal, we want to remove any kind of deterrent. We want to remove any any factor that might that might derail us further. So think about that. Think about the things in your life. Do you have a spouse that's not on board? Do you have a family member that's not on board? Are your kids deleting like garbage and you're over here having salads? Like where's the accountability for the family to support you, right? If you're in charge of cooking, there's no reason why your children should be eating different things than you, right? If you have a spouse that wants to binge eat pizza while you're sitting on the couch having, you know, a quarter cup of popcorn, maybe that's a conversation you need to have. Maybe that's some support you need to look for. If you've got friends that are not supporting you, if you've got friends that guilt you into into breaking your focus on your meal plan or just on your overall drive, if you've got friends that say things about you taking time, you know, to work out and and that stimulates an unmotivated feeling inside of you, they need to go or they need to be put on pause. They need to be given a timeout from your life for a while until you have that mental confidence to stick up for yourself to tell them to shove it and to be able to combat anyone who doesn't have the same intention you do. So keep that in mind when you're setting your goals is what what might deter me and derail me and how can I go about making sure that those issues do not arise. And you can also track yourself with that, guys. It's not just about adding on to your plate, but it's taking away from your plate too, taking away all the negativity, all of the uh, lack of support. So we tell you to track your progress and maybe part of your progress is you getting rid of things that don't add value to yourself and yeah. don't help you attain your goals, right? Oh yeah. You purge, know I mean? purge that shit. Every single week that you look back at your, at your piece of paper where you've written everything down and you have your little checklist going, if one of the things that helped you uh, get closer to the goal that you're trying to achieve was dropping dead weight, like dropping people that aren't supporting you or constantly chirping you or, or dropping, social media or any yeah, negative influences. That's that's all that's all progression, man. Hell to yeah. where you want to be. Like Hell yeah. So So if you guys have taken anything from this today, it is be very, 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 very realistic pertaining to your own personal life. Your goals are your goals. They're not my goals, they're not Amanda's goals. They're not celebrity goals. Do not compare yourself to anyone but you. Be kind to yourself, but demand some sort of accountability from yourself because the more accountable you are, the more able you are to meet your goals, the better you will feel about yourself. And our overall goal in life is to build our own personal confidence in every single way. And this is just one of the tools that we can do, that we can use to obtain that. So I want to thank you all for listening. Um, to give you a little sneak peek into next week's episode, we are going to talk about doing the right thing. Okay, We're going to talk about a value system um, and making decisions based off that value system and how important doing the right thing all the time in every aspect of your life uh, can boost your confidence. How feeling good about the actions that you've taken throughout the day, how not questioning your moral integrity, um, you know, doing a personal inventory at the end of the day as to who you are, what you were to people and how you carried yourself. If you feel really good about the person you were today, that is a confidence boost in itself. Not Beautiful. only, right? Yeah. Not only have you, you know, helped others and been a good person, but you've also helped yourself feel really good about yourself. So we're going to dive into that. Some tips and tricks next week. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you and hear you all then. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for joining.